0: Welcome to KXA News Today. here are your Monday morning headlines. Some Austin City employees are heading back to work in person today. Starting today, employees in management positions have to be in the office five days a week. City manager says all other employees will need to return to the office at least three days a week starting in October.
1: The Williamson County Citizens Bond Committee meets again today to look at the infrastructure needs of the county. It'll see if it needs to consider a bond election in November 2023. The meeting is at 5 this evening at the JB and Hallie Jester Williamson County Annex in Round
2: Rock.
0: Virginia police say they found no survivors at a small jet crash site. This went down after flying in unauthorized airspace near the U.S. Capitol. Yesterday, doorbell video capturing a sonic boom as military jets took off. Supersonic speeds from Joint Base Andrews trying to stop that plane. The pilot incapacitated, but it's unclear what exactly happens. And this morning we have a live look at downtown Austin from our Estonian camera. Thanks for joining us. I'm Tom Miller.
1: I'm Erica Brennis. Meteorologist Kristen Curry joining us. You might have woken up to some rumbles of thunder or lightning.
3: I saw some lightning on my way in. A few isolated storms out there, not impacting most of us, but they're still going to bring us some rain and we need it. Let's take a look at what's going on on radar here. You can see as far as the activity goes at this hour, it's kind of spread right over Travis County. These are pockets of of moderate to heavy rain. Every once in a while we see some lightning pop up, but in general, these are not very heavy, they're not very strong, they're not severe, they're just gonna be something to watch for for your morning drive. Some wet roadways possible out there in Western and Southern Travis County, but hey, this is a good thing. We're not tracking hail, we're not talking tornadoes, it's just some showers that we have this morning and probably a little bit more in the way of thunderstorm activity later today. Live look outside, taking you out to Southeast Austin courtesy of our Whittlesey Landscape Supplies Weather There clouds will be with us through pretty much the entire day. More clouds than sun. Temperatures will be in the upper 60s to low 70s. Walking out the door this morning, 71 right now here in the city. Mostly 70s east of I-35. A little bit cooler in those 60s out west. Now the 60s and 70s will warm back into the upper 80s today. A little warmer than what we had yesterday. But increasing storm chances heading into the back end of your afternoon. So today is likely going to be one of the wettest days of the work week. We'll talk more about it. Plus hotter temperatures on the way as those skies dry out. We'll talk about when we could get back not only into the 90s, but maybe even some upper 90s coming up in your first morning forecast.
1: Thanks, Kristen. A man faces charges for murder in Cedar Park. Police outside of Corpus Christi yesterday arrested 23-year-old Bradley Stanford. And
0: he's charging the murder of 24-year-old Akira Ross. She was found shot dead in a Circle K parking lot in Cedar Park Friday. Police don't believe the two knew each other. Also, a Leanderman is painting through his pain and grief every day for a year. He created a new painting, and this is after losing his brother to a fentanyl overdose a few years back.
1: KXA and Sarah Alshay shows us that he then turned that into an award-winning documentary.
4: Channeling grief into art. The grief and the anger and the and the sadness and the um You know joy at times i could see that for myself in the paintings and in the colors and in the vibe of the painting
5: that's what leander artist preston zeller did after losing his brother to a drug overdose involving fentanyl in 2019
4: he was a combat veteran in the military in the army we really Were pieces of each other, especially growing up.
5: Zeller says for 365 days, he created a new piece of abstract art while processing his brother's death.
4: 280. 349. I got greater clarity about how i was feeling between different days and in different time periods
5: even making his brother a part of the final painting
4: because i knew in the very last painting i wanted to
5: use his ashes zeller recorded his journey and created the art of grieving a documentary it shows the moment zeller put all his paintings together in a 10 foot by 20 foot mosaic hanging Uh, in his home it's just
4: wild it does feel a little bit dreamlike in
5: the end zeller says he found that his grief didn't get smaller but it's he who grew through the process
4: if you are intentional about working through those intense emotions and grief you can find some fantastic pieces of yourself that you didn't know ever existed
5: sarah olshek kxan news Zeller says The Art
1: of Grieving was named Best Documentary at three film festivals and it's been seen in 25 countries. For a list of places to find it, go to this story on KXAN.com. Going in depth, recently a Cedar Park man was sentenced to 20 years in prison in connection to a fentanyl death. 29-year-old John Claude Mayama sold counterfeit oxycodone containing fentanyl to somebody in December of 2020. That person was later found dead. An autopsy revealed the cause of death to be fentanyl toxicity. And still on the governor's desk, a bill that would increase the criminal penalty for those who distribute fentanyl.
0: In cases where that distribution results in death, the bill would allow for murder charges. It would also require death certificates, include either the term fentanyl poisoning or fentanyl toxicity.
1: Austin police continue to investigate the possibility that a man they arrested last week could be a serial killer.
0: Investigators have tried to tie Raul Mesa Jr. to at least two recent homicides, an 80-year-old Pflugerville man man last month and a woman in 2019. Police believe he could also be connected to 10 additional murders, maybe more. Mesa is scheduled for a court appearance on July 10th.
1: The federal grand jury and the Donald Trump classified documents case is expected to meet again this week.
0: This is part of the Justice Department's investigation into the former president's handling of classified documents. For months, prosecutors working for special counsel Jack Smith have presented the grand jury with evidence and witness testimony. It's unclear whether prosecutors are prepared to seek an indictment at this point. Trump maintains, though, he hasn't broken any laws and that the investigation is politically motivated.
1: Travis County leaders are meeting today to talk about mental health assistance, why some say it's desperately needed.
0: And KXN investigating the effects of a backlog of food stamp applications as thousands of families are dealing with delays. Good morning, this is a live look outside from our Whittlesey Landscape Supply Camera in South Austin. This is the area where earlier we were seeing a little bit of lightning uh, as some light-grade thunderstorms rolled through the area. I wanna tell you about a meeting today. This could help outline how a Travis County program will help people with their mental health.
1: We've told you that Travis County is in the beginning stages of creating a mental health diversion program and a diversion center so that instead of going to jail, some people who have committed nonviolent crimes, they would get mental health and substance use care instead. Today, everything from short-term solutions to funding could be hashed out.
2: There's a lot of options, obviously a ton of need, but we want to do something with this pilot to where it's going to help us and figure out long-term what we're going to be doing here in Travis County.
1: While county leaders figure out what the program could look like, staff are simultaneously working to come back to county commissioners with an idea of what the actual diversion center would look like. That should come back by the fall.
0: A new online master's program at the University of Texas, when we could see this debut.
1: And how a new Texas bill could soon save you a trip to the auto shop.
2: Good morning. Texas one win away from advancing to the Super Regional, and they got it. We've got highlights and reaction later in sports. Keep it in.
6: So UT Austin has just opened up the applications for its first ever online master's degree in artificial intelligence. The first of its kind in the nation, debuting next spring. Now, obviously AI is an emerging field. The university estimates there will be 97 million new AI related jobs globally just over the next two years. And UT says it's already received about 10,000 inquiries about this program. So we wanted to know, How do you go about teaching something like this? To answer that question, we came to the program's Brain Trust here at the Gates Dell Complex at UT, a building that, by the way, is designed to look like a microchip to get a better understanding of what exactly these students will be learning. By now, you've probably heard a lot about AI, technology like ChatGPT that can mimic human language, and generators like Dolly that can create images of anything you can imagine. The applications for computers that can do the thinking for us are pretty endless. Organizations, companies are in dire need of people with these skills, uh, but there aren't enough people out there to hire. Eric Bush is the Managing Director of Computer and Data Science Online for UT Austin. He says UT's AI Master's program has been scaled to educate thousands of students, many of them already working professionals, as opposed to the dozens that would typically sit in a physical classroom for an advanced field like this.
4: So this has been something that's been in the works for a while.
6: The degree has also been priced at about $10,000. And that is a game changer for a lot of folks. People have realized that these tools are changing the way that we're doing business and we're doing science. So computer science majors and computer science master's degree students keep telling us we need to learn these tools. Professor Adam Clivens, director of UT's machine learning lab, will be leading some of the AI courses. He says students will be required to have some base knowledge in computer science, statistics, or electrical engineering. I had to ask him though, in his simplest explanation for us, what will they be learning when it comes to AI? Well I think first they're learning sort of the mathematical tools that underlie all of these techniques. As for fears on the potential pitfalls of AI Clivens and Bush say of the 10 courses offered in this program the only one that will be required will be ethics ethics ethics. We're taking that very seriously and we have a lot of case studies to show you know when the tools can go a little off the rails and how you can compensate to make sure that that doesn't happen. And once again, the applications just opened this month. We have a link to the program's website on our website at kxan.com.
1: Wow. That was you got some super free interesting. Time? You want to take that? Well, just that I, master's course. I,
0: I do, mm-hmm. I do. I thought that was interesting <laughs> that it said there's expected to be 97 million jobs in this field because yeah. all we've talked about is how AI is going to be taking everybody's jobs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least do nice to see. Do we need to consider? It, yeah, that, yeah, there will be jobs in that field. What's
3: crazy to me is this is literally in the backyard and it's going to mm-hmm. change the world. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's Absolutely. like the AI is not going well, anywhere. As they say, what starts here changes You're the world. Right. Yes. <laughs> all right, let me show you what's going on with your forecast because I'm to jump right into the storms that we have sitting over Travis County. They're not severe. They're not too much of a concern other than the fact that it's going to wet the roads and drop some raindrops on you on your windshield getting out. So anywhere from fit two out there in northern Hayes County to the far eastern corner of Travis County over the Manor area, we are picking up some moderate to at times heavy rain. We love to see it. We've got more on the way if you're not seeing the rain at the moment, but starting to pick up some of that rain downtown. 71 degrees, winds are calm, humidity, 78 percent. Now you'll notice those rain chances start low 10 20 percent. They grow though through the day. We are on our way to a 50 percent chance of storms and showers temperatures going to top out in those upper 80s. So let's talk about this because with activity like this without a focal point for those storms, our computer models tend to struggle with what happens later in the day. But I like this computer model the best showing a little bit of storm action this morning. That clears as we get past sunrise. Little break here early afternoon and then late afternoon and evening. Here comes our next round. This is going to be that 50% chance of storms and showers you see in my forecast today. So again, not everybody will see it, but those who do have the potential to see some pockets of heavy rain. I'm not expecting these storms to be severe, just a general risk. Maybe some small hail, but more than likely it'll be some localized flooding concerns that we'll run into as any of these showers and storms that are well developed have potential to quickly drop about an inch to two inches but that's going to be the isolated amounts most of us will see anywhere from I would say a few hundred seven inch to a half an inch so manageable rainfall but it's those pesky storms that set up and just kind of not move that give us those higher rainfall totals in a short amount of time Today will be the stormiest day of the next 7. We've got slightly drier conditions tomorrow, but still likely to see storms in the afternoon. Drier skies midweek. We're going to get a high pressure system sitting on top of us for the mid to late week time frame here. A couple isolated storms may sneak in Friday, Saturday specifically out in the hill country, but in general the rain's kind of fading out and the heat is getting turned up. So today is likely to be the coolest day of the next 7 with a forecast high of 80 in that 50% chance of rain. Tomorrow, just a little bit warmer. And then look at the numbers moving forward. 90, 94, 96 by the time we hit Friday. So mid to upper 90s coming in for the later half of your work week. And a hot weekend will follow. Like I said, Friday, Saturday, we're going to be watching that closely. I'd like to see some better agreement with the data before I bump up those rain chances. But we'll go 10 to 20% right now. Your overnight low sitting very comfortably in the upper 60. To low 70s every morning this week. Thank you much Kristen, an Arkansas World War II veteran
1: celebrated his 105th birthday wow. over the weekend, and his nursing home decided to honor him with a big celebration.
0: Ashley Crockett talked with the family of the the war veteran, with plenty of rich stories to share. I
6: tell people, Papon was active all his life, and he's 105 now, so hopefully I got those genes.
1: A father of three, grandfather of seven, and great-grandfather of seven, Claude Bell Sr. is a family man.
3: He was a good father, he took care of his family, Who's uh, a gentleman? He didn't talk a whole lot, but when he did, there was command in the
0: voice.
1: Bill's children say he's always tried to help anyone he could. Something he mastered while nursing soldiers back to health during World War
5: II. Anytime we all had stitches or anything like that, my mom would say, "Well, your daddy can take those out for you." You know, so that's what I remember about. I'm thinking, how does he know to do that? But now I know because he learned all that in the army. So what's the secret to living to see 105 years?
6: His healthy lifestyle, when he was in his 90s, he got locked out of his car out at the farm, which is about 10 minutes from Gillette. He walked back in the summer. It's like, I would have just sat down and just cried.
1: Bell's family says this celebration is much more than just a milestone for them.
5: I'm very proud of him. It's, it was very uh, wonderful to hear that he was the oldest uh, living World War Two veteran in Arkansas.
6: I want to be like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 105 56 years from now. I hadn't
3: even lived half his life. I have a, a father that's 105 and oldest veteran in Arkansas. Who could ask for anything more? Happy birthday.
0: That is an incredible milestone. Truly, can you
1: imagine? No, I
0: really can't. All right, let's tell you about this. Tens of thousands of people flocking to Central Florida this weekend to take part in Disney's Gay Day celebration. Gay
1: Day's organizers encouraged visitors from around the world to come to one of Florida's largest LGBTQ celebrations. Attendees were able to take part in an expo, go on rides, mingle with costumed performers, and attend parties. The first Gay Day started as a single day celebration in 1991.
2: This is KXAN Sports, brought to you by Thomas J. Henry. Good morning. Texas had a chance to advance to the Super Regional of the NCAA Baseball Tournament on Sunday. They took on Miami, who they beat Saturday night. So one more win would mean advancing to the Supers. Tanner Witt, the sophomore pitcher, got the start on the mound for Texas, and he gets a strikeout to end the first inning. All good right there, but here we go. Things go off the rails a little bit in the top of the second. Dom Pitelli with a three-run shot over the palm trees in right field to make it 3-nothing hurricanes bottom of the 3rd though Texas coming back Jared Thomas with an RBI double to make it 3 to 1 Texas then in the bottom of the 3rd Peyton Powell with a two-run single to right that allows Thomas to slide in safe to tie the game up at 3 bottom of the 3rd Garrett Gilmet now is his turn he delivers this one to left field Breaking from the other fellas who brought in runs. That brings in two more to make it five to three Texas. Bottom of the third. Texas not done. Jalen Flores with the bases loaded, and that goes over the center field wall to make it a grand slam. Nine to three Texas, a nine-run third inning for the Longhorns to take control of the game. Top of the six, two on for Miami. Charlie Hurley on the mound now. And he strikes out Jacoby Long to end the inning. Score remains the same. But here comes Miami, not going away quietly. Yohandy Morales with two on in the top of the seventh. That's a three-run shot. And Morales gives Miami life. They couldn't take advantage of it, though, for a while. Top of the ninth, same. Morehouse trying to close things out with two outs, and he does. With the strikeout, there you have it. Texas advances to the Super Regional, beating Miami 10-6 and sweeping the Coral Gables Regional. You know, coming into this Regional, that's... I think that's
4: what me and a lot of the young guys come here for. We come to, you know, go to go to Omaha, so this is one of the steps. I think the team came in with a little bit more edge about, it, about us um, coming in this regional, um, not being at home, playing some teams we haven't played yet, um, you know, in a new field. I think that, that kind of lit a fire under us.
2: All right, so Texas moving on to the Super Regional. That's it for sports. Let's go back over to you. <laughs>
4: Thanks for joining KXAN News today. You can also listen to KXAN News Nightly every weekday after 5.30 p.m. for in-depth coverage on what matters most to you.